This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. Hey guys, Mike here. It's not usual that we start this podcast with a cold opening, uh, but this is going to be a little bit of a different episode this week. Uh, You may have seen on various social media uh, that I was involved in a bit of an incident this week that ended up on the news. Um, And I guess I just was going to not do a podcast because I've still been feeling a bit uh, traumatised by what happened, but I just thought I'd do a podcast this week that's a bit different to the usual format of this pod um, and just explain what happened and explain kind of what went down. Uh, This is sort of very off the cuff. I haven't thought much about what I want to say here, but I just thought it was worth because I know a lot of you listen to this podcast every week. A lot of you follow me across sort of everything I do. And I always really appreciate that. Um, And I guess like a lot of people listen to this pod as what I sometimes call like a blog of my life. And this is certainly something that happened in my life that I want to talk about. Um, So yeah, um, it's, I ended up on the news for this incident that happened here where I live in Richmond. This happened on Monday. I'm still kind of in the midst of processing it. I've been very sort of go, go, go with work. I worked two 12-hour days, Monday, Tuesday. Well, half of Monday anyway. I was supposed to do a bigger day. but um, And I've also been in like a somewhat stressful situation with work um, before this happened. So I already was in, um, quite a vulnerable or at least like a a heightened state of stress. And, um, yeah, I, I think that's just important to note, to to note. Um, but basically on Monday afternoon, um, I had about an hour break between, um, two different meetings with work. And so, uh, Claire and I walked, across to Victoria Gardens shopping centre here in Melbourne, uh, in Richmond, sorry, and uh, went to get a, went to actually, we actually got, got lunch with Jack Post, um, friend of the show, friend of me, um, and it was really, uh, and it was great, just a normal, very normal um, lunch, and as we were leaving the store, as, sorry, as we were leaving the shopping centre, um, Claire kind of tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, what what's going on there? And I looked over and there was an incident unfolding uh, essentially between a, uh, a shoplifter in a store in Rebel Sport and a, uh, and a, and a security guard, uh, both of whom were female, just to, to clarify. And the security guard had confronted this shoplifter who had then essentially begun to assault the sh- uh, the the security guard um and when i say assault you know we witnessed um hard punching um spitting on her face and also pulling her hair and ripping out a huge chunk of her hair um which was a really confronting thing uh to witness and and a really scary thing to witness uh in that moment we were really scared there were a few people around and and to be honest like you hear a lot about the bystander effect and i think 
as people, as humans with like these monkey brains, we, we don't really know what to do and how to respond in these situations when we witness them because we don't, when we're so not used to being in these situations that it just kind of shocks you. And then you definitely get into this fight, flight or freeze thing. Um, and I think I froze and I think a lot of people froze and were just kind of watching what was happening and knowing and then sort of processing what was going on. Um, and it was getting pretty ugly at which point a few people, including Claire got on the phone to the police. I kept on just watching. And then I, I just feel like now we feel like, Oh, I'll film this. Then I have evidence of what happened. So I filmed for about 20 seconds, then realized Oh, okay. I I don't know if anyone's going to jump in and help here, but this isn't going to de-escalate. This is not going to stop. And I genuinely in this moment thought the life of that security guard, or at least the health of that security guard was at serious risk when she was getting punches to the head, hair pulled out, spitting on her face, which is just the most feral and disgusting thing you can do to someone. Um, and uh, I just sort of uncharacteristically sprung fight or flight, turned to fight. And I, uh, yeah, I essentially just ran up behind this woman. Um, I placed my left arm, my preferred arm, because I'm left-handed, around her neck. And then I placed my right arm around her stomach and torso. And I just pulled her to the ground uh, and held her there. Uh I was then assisted by two two women. Uh, their names were Meg and Rachel, and they uh, they helped me to hold her legs as as we held her down and and as we waited for the police. At this point, she was um, biting me. She was scratching and clawing at my hands, um, and she was uh, yeah yeah just sort of trying to get away. There were needles in her bag. It was really scary. It was it was really really scary, and um, it took a fair while for the police to arrive. It might have been twenty to thirty minutes of just sort of being on the ground, and even now, like my my muscles are really sore, and I think my body is just kind of finally, after all this adrenaline has passed through my body, um, it's uh it's passing. Like it, it's now sorry, it's now processed this what's happened and now I'm, I'm getting, I'm really achy. I'm very tired. The adrenaline's wearing and I'm just feeling, I was, again, I wasn't going to do a pod cause I was like, fuck, I just want, I just don't want to think about it, but I just thought I'd explain what, what happened. It's an interesting story. It's certainly an exciting story, but also again, I know people like to listen to this show cause it's just a lot of it is just a week in my life. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to record something and then there's, yeah, there, it's ended up kind of taking on a life of its own and it's been uh, essentially like I, I ended up doing an interview about it on um, 3AW with um, with D.D. Dunleavy, who is a, a journalist and radio announcer that I work with, who has mentored me and I really trust and she asked if I was comfortable to come on and talk about it and I said, yeah, sure, talked about it. Um, and so I just, you know, I just thought it was it was really interesting to see how these things sort of come up. I uh, 
I did a, I, I did an interview. Uh, I want to play that for you here. This is what happened and this is sort of how it all kind of rolled on. It's 24 minutes to one. Well, I'd be interested to hear from you, One double three six nine three. if you have ever witnessed an incident, um, an assault or something of that sort, perhaps road rage. Um, Have you ever felt the need to make that sudden decision? Do I step in or not? Uh, As I said, I've seen a video of this incident that took place in Richmond yesterday. I was surprised how many people firstly just walked past and others were just filming on their phones. But um, as chance would have it, a member of this afternoon's program was actually there. So the alleged assault happened yesterday in Richmond. And Michael Liberale, who joins me on Wednesday for the showdown segment, he was there at the time and he joins me now to tell us exactly what went, what went on. Uh, Michael, firstly, uh, I just wanted to check on how you are. Is everything okay? Are you okay? Hi, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. It was a really, um, really big incident that... I sort of got caught up in, but yes, I am okay. So where in Richmond and, and what actually happened? So, uh, look, I live around Victoria Gardens Shopping Centre, just in Richmond, and um, uh, it was at, it was just outside there. I was just leaving uh, from getting coffee with my partner and there was a, uh, yeah, an assault taking place sort of in the car park area. So when you say assault, who was doing what to who? So there was, there was. It started as a scuffle between a security guard and a, a female thief, um, and the thief uh, sort of began hitting, spitting, and punching quite brutally this security guard who must have felt very threatened and was just really getting a bit out of hand. Um, and yeah, it was it was pretty intense to watch and. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of kind of bystander effect. Like, no one was really doing anything. And then I, I kind of realised, and this is definitely not trying to make me sound like a hero, Beatty, but I realised, oh, I think I might have to intervene here. Um, and I just sort of, I genuinely thought she had pulled out a huge chunk of this security guard's hair. Oh. And it was really scary. And I just sort of had to run up behind her I kind of grabbed her in a bear hug, pulled her to the ground. Um, and then I was assisted by two women, one of whom was an older lady and one of whom had a terminal illness. So those two women were assisting me in, in sort of holding her down and restraining her while my partner called the police. Um, and she was sort of scratching and clawing at me, biting me, um, also saying some pretty concerning things um, that that I don't really want to get into. But um, we saw some needles in her bag, so I was getting really scared. But I had, a, like, a lot of encouragement, and I'm so grateful to the two women who helped me, um, whose names were Meg and Rachel, who just sort of helped me because she was quite a big lady, really strong. So I was trying to hold her down and just restrain her while these two women were helping me and took maybe 20 to half an hour for the police to show up, at which point I had to, like, take a seat and kind of just, um, like, even talking about it now, I'm feeling a bit shaky about it. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling like like protective mother actually. Um, but Michael, you always have been, Dee Dee. I know. <laughs> I apologise for that. I don't let my own children grow up either. Um, and yeah. so, what did the police do when they arrived? 
Look, the police, there were about three police who arrived and sort of uh, restrained her, put her into handcuffs. They didn't speak to me or say anything to me, um, but I understand they were preoccupied just trying to defuse what was going on. Um, look, the staff at the store where the theft occurred sort of took us in, gave us some water and just made sure we were okay. So we were really grateful for the staff there. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a pretty scary ordeal. Like we were, you don't really think you're going to be in a situation like that when you've just gone to coffee. Um, but I, yeah. I feel really proud of you, Michael, because you did the right thing. And like you said, people tend to watch and, and in a lot of cases get their phones out and film what's going on. But you actually did the right thing to, to stop the security guard from being, who knows what would have happened, being injured any more than she actually was. So well, Absolutely. And, and I don't blame people for sort of standing by. A shocking thing to see that you almost don't really know what to do. And I definitely got into just a fight or flight and went, okay, I've got to do something. So, yeah. Well, well done to you, Michael. And, and uh, I'll ask you the same question again. You're okay apart from just being a bit shaken? Yeah, I'm okay. Um, and I got a lovely message from um, both Meg and Rachel, the, the two women that were helping me. And I, I wanted to, to say to them in this public forum, yeah, thank you so much as well. Like that was so meaningful and helpful for me to have that courage with those two women next to me. So, yeah. Well said. I'll join you in that. Thank you to Meg and Rachel. We'll uh, make a couple of calls on your behalf, Michael, and firstly try and find out how the security guard is doing and see if police are happy to release any information about their perspective on the incident. Well, I'm proud of you, and I'll see you tomorrow for Showdown. I can't wait. Thanks, Dee Dee. Thanks, guys. All right, Michael Liberale there. Have you ever been in that situation? As Michael said, there's this sort of fight or flight thing where you actually don't know and you, you're trying to process what it is you're thinking and seeing. just want to be clear that all of that were allegations from Michael. That was his account of what he, his impressions of what was actually taking place there. We do actually have a statement from Victoria Police now. They tell us that police arrested a woman following an assault at a business in Richmond on the 1st of May. It's alleged the female was observed shoplifting in the store on Burnley Street and was approached by security just before 2pm. The woman then allegedly spat at and punched the security guard and was held down by several passers-by until police arrived. The security guard did not require hospital uh, treatment. The woman was interviewed and is expected to be charged on summons with unlawful assault. Uh, I was then contacted by Channel 9 News, um, who said they were running a story on it and they were kind of like, come, let's, we're going to come and see you and do a TV interview with you. Like, you know, just a quote from me on TV during the story where I'm like, ah, oh, it was really scary. I, this is what I did. Um, so they were like, yeah, where, where are you? When can we interview you? And I was sort of like, oh, like in my mind, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't really, I'm, and I was at work at the time we were recording the, the H&A pod and I was just kind of like, uh, I, I don't really want to do that. Like I can't, I just can't be bothered. Like I don't want to, do a piece to camera about what happened. I talked about it on radio, you know, feel free to use any of that. That's what happened. I'm happy to do a quote if you need it, but yeah. Um, so I didn't do that, but then, yeah, the story ran last night on Tuesday on Channel 9 News here in Melbourne. Funnily enough with, um, it's just really, it's just crazy how life happens sometimes. Um, just with Peter Hitchener, like anchoring the story, Peter Hitchner is one of the most beloved and 
respected news news anchors here in Melbourne, probably the most, one of the most beloved um, sort of news personalities in Melbourne, a lovely guy. And you see him, you know, he's been doing the news since I was young. Um, And he did this story. This is how um, the story went about on Nine News last night. A security guard has been punched and spat on as she responded to reports of attempted shoplifting. Neary Tyres at Victoria Garden Shopping Centre in Richmond. Neary, a woman's been arrested. She has been, Pete, following this very nasty incident. It was around 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon. The woman was allegedly trying to steal a number of items from Rebel Sport here at Victoria Garden Shopping Centre in Richmond. Some of those items included shoes off a mannequin. That's when security was called. As you can see from the footage, it turned pretty ugly pretty quickly. The security guard was punched in the face. She was spat on and she had her hair pulled. A number of nearby shoppers were forced to intervene, including one man who bear-hugged the woman and restrained her on the ground before police arrived. Let's see how some of this unfolded. I just sort of had to run up behind her. I kind of grabbed her in a bear hug, pulled her to the ground. She was sort of scratching and clawing at me, biting me. Now, police say luckily that security guard wasn't injured. The 40-year-old woman is expected to be charged with assault. Pete? Thank you, Neary. From there, um, I, yeah, and, and it's funny, I, I, Peter Hitchener followed me on Twitter because I tweeted about this and, and a lot of people, and I wanted to say thank you so much, everyone. I mean, I'll get to this, but thank you so much. Like, there's been so many kind comments and words of support and stuff, so thank you. Um, but... Uh, I did this tweet to Peter Hitchener because I don't think I've ever talked about this on the pod, but 10 years ago, like I, in 2013, my first year out of high school, I worked at McDonald's in Burnley uh, on Bridge Road here in, um, here in Melbourne. And uh, Peter Hitchener used to come through the drive-thru and I used to hear his voice, you know, in the, in the voice box for the drive-thru and everything. And, um, it was just funny. I did this tweet to Peter Hitchener being like, hey, Peter Hitchener, 10 years ago, you used to come through the drive-thru at the Mac as I worked at in Burnley. And now you're doing a story about me on the news. How funny things come full circle. And Peter Hitchener replied to that and, and everything, which was cool. Um, I then got a few texts from friends who listened to Jack Post's radio show, the Christian O'Connell show on gold. They spoke about it on their show as well. So it was just really, I just thought it was cool that it kind of, that the publicity, it, it, like, yeah, the publicity of it all. So, um, yeah, Jack Post talked about it on Christian O'Connell's show. Here's the excerpt of that. Jackie boy, you've got an amazing story about something that happened to a friend of yours. Yeah, I was at lunch with my friend Radio Mike yesterday. And after I left him, by the time I got home, I had two missed calls from him. And when I spoke to him, he said, you won't believe what happened after you'd left me for lunch. So we're in Victoria Gardens at the food court, and then after he split off from me, he's walking past Rebel Sport, and there is a shoplifter in a wrestle with a security guard. Female shoplifter, female security guard. And he said nobody else is doing anything, but it looks like the shoplifter's about to overpower Mm. the security guard. There's lots of yelling, people, everybody in the store has stopped, but no one's doing anything. So the shoplifter breaks away. There's a lot of like, stop her, stop her. Mm. Mike's like, he's, and he's an unlikely character to be a hero in this situation. Well, his nickname is Radio Mike. <laughs> he's, a, he's a lovely guy, but he's a radio guy. Yeah. 
no one's doing anything, so he's like, all right, I guess I have to act here. And he did, got her in a big bear hug. What? Grabbed oh. her and detained her for the next half hour until the police came. Bloody <laughs> hell. Yeah, in a citizen's arrest. Wow. That is, that's a brave thing to do. You don't know what you're dealing with these no, days. No, mm. it actually shocked me. It made me wonder what I would do in the same situation. In that split second, would yeah. you let somebody run by you or would you tackle them to the ground? But you don't know, you know, the, the Patsy's news every day, people yeah. going berserk. You don't know what they might mm. be. They could have a weapon on them or anything like that. And what were they taking ultimately from Rebel Sports? I guess they would, yeah. They're trainers? Has Rennie and Mike got any vouchers? to go and get you know, like a free basketball or something there in reward for so was it a kind of citizen's arrest it was because yeah. he even had to detain the person for the next 20 minutes until the cops came the security guard didn't even help him detain You're the kidding. suspect oh. she was just standing there yelling like we're going to put you away for a long time what is this law and order alright has anyone listening had to do this do a citizen's arrest or try and detain somebody again that was that was hilarious I mean I love like you know, we Christian and um, Pat's there. You know, I, I, I don't know. The, it, it's just really cool. Like, it's just, I mean, it's just a cool story and I'm glad Jack told it. It was really respectful and, and funny. And, yeah, I really appreciated that. And, yes, um, by the way, I did yell out loud, this is a citizen's arrest. I don't know what came over me to say that. It just felt like the right thing to say in the moment. Um, so, yeah, I, I did that. And then I got contacted because then it sort of started going viral. The tweet I did started going a bit viral and everyone started seeing it. And uh, who was it? Uh, I then got contacted by, um, I apologise, I don't have the your name on me. I, I, I believe your name was Lucy. The show was called Lucy and Kel on Light FM here in Melbourne, the breakfast show. And um, she contacted me and said, wow, this is awesome. Can you come on the radio and talk about it tomorrow morning? And I said, yeah, sure. So I did another interview on um, the Lucy and Kel show on Light Light FM. And that was uh, really fun. And they were really funny. And like, well, like one, they really talked me up. Um, and then they also just, they, I just had a laugh with it. Like it was really fun talking to them. Um, so I'll play that interview here. 13 past 8, Wednesday morning in Melbourne. It's Lucy and Kel for breakfast on the lights. If you were watching the Channel 9 News last night or listening to the Channel 9 News simulcast here on the light, you would have heard a story the other day about a woman in Victoria Gardens Shopping Centre in Richmond. That's mm. the one opposite the Skipping Girl. Uh, a woman who was doing some shoplifting attacked a female security guard. They showed the footage on the news. It was pretty brutal. This poor security guard was trying to get away, just couldn't. There were so many onlookers. No one was really intervening until from out of the smoke arose a hero <laughs> that we all needed. It's gone viral overnight. We tracked him down this morning. His name is Mike Liberale. He joins us on the phone. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Definitely not a hero. No, I disagree. I disagree, That's Mike. That's exactly something a superhero would say, Mike. <laughs> no, Kel. No, I'm just, a, just another guy. Just another guy. So tell us what happened. You were there. You said it was a pretty rough. It obviously was a really heightened situation, but you just ran into it and bear hugged the lady who was attacking the security guard. What was going through your mind? Oh, I hesitated a bit. Like I think everyone did, and you don't really know how you'll react in that scenario. But then I just thought, I don't think anyone else is going to do anything, and I don't know what's going to happen here. It could be really dangerous. So yeah, I just 
I sort of assessed it. I was like, I think I can control her. I think I'm bigger than her. And, and yeah, I just sort of pulled her to the ground and just held her there. And I, the thing in the, the news report and the stories I've read, the bit that I, I want to talk about this morning is you grabbed her and then you shouted at the top of your lungs, this is a citizen's arrest. <laughs> is that what happened? I don't, I don't know why I said it. I was just like, I have to say something to make this, like, sound official. So I was like, this is a citizen's arrest. Um, I don't know why I said it. I don't even know if citizen's arrests are a real thing. I know. Like, yeah. well, they absolutely are. Have Actually, they really? Mike, I, you're not the first person that I've ever interacted with that's made a citizen's arrest before. But what I'd like to talk to you about, Mike, very quickly is you make the decision. It's fight or flight. Mm. And you've decided, fight. I'm going to be the superhero here this morning. Mm. And then you tackle the person. But then there's a moment between you making the initial citizen's arrest and then waiting for the real authorities yeah. and what goes on in between. Because, yeah. I mean, that can seem like a lifetime. Absolutely. Like, and I, I think it was about half an hour. And I had two other women helping me. I'd love to name them. Their names were Meg and Rachel. Oh. Once I had her on the ground, they came and they helped me control her legs because I could only sort of get her upper body and she was struggling, mm. writhing, scratching. She bit me. Um, so I was really grateful to have those two women, Meg and Rachel, helping me. And I couldn't have, I don't think I could have had the courage to keep going yeah. if they had to help me. And, and when the police turned up, were they, did they thank you? Were they like, this is, was thank you a for, medal? A, was there a medal ceremony? Did they mention <laughs> that? Did you say, hey, I've done a citizen's arrest? Where's the paperwork? What happened? No, it, it was such a blur. I think, to be fair, the police were just more interested in containing her, you know, de sorry, detaining her, yeah. keeping it, keeping her relaxed and sorting that out. I don't, I don't, like, I didn't speak to the police, um, but mm. I, I understand that they sort of just need to make sure both the, the victim yeah. and the are safe and okay. So I kind of like to believe that Mike pulled a Batman where the police were focused on and then he just disappears and they're like, where did he go? No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's on radio right now. Well, Mike, we are going to award you the 89.9 .9 Medal of Valor oh, uh, because I think you deserve a medal. A uh, we love that you did a citizen's arrest because we, we can actually keep talking about this because Kel's got some stories. We'll talk about that just after this break. But good on you, Mike. I mean, in all seriousness, all jokes aside, it was a scary situation for that security guard and you just rose up and you stood up for her, you defended her, and I just think that's really awesome. So well done, you. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for um, chatting to me. I appreciate it a lot. Good on you, Mike. Mighty Mike there, yes. making his very own citizen's arrest and keeping the streets safe. Uh, we should open the phones. The mean streets of Richmond. <laughs> Do you know of or have you been involved in yourself mm. a citizen's arrest? Have you stepped up to make society that little bit safer because plenty of people have stories of stepping up yeah. and intervening and helping others. You have a story that we'll talk about just after this as well where there was a citizen's arrest in your family but have you ever been in a situation where you've seen a citizen's arrest? Have you wanted to make a citizen's arrest? Have you just yelled it? I'd love to know. We may not find anyone because I think this is pretty niche. one three hundred triple seven eight double nine eighty nine point nine. And then finally um, I was on the Ben, Liam and Bell show uh, on Nova. Now um a new show, and, and I, I haven't shouted them out yet, but I, I really like the show if you're in Melbourne, and I think they might do replays nationally, um, maybe like 7 to 8 p.m. or something. I'm not 100% sure, but Bell is a 
good friend and former colleague of mine from um, Fox FM and Triple M when I worked there. And Belle uh, has always been um, really supportive of me. She's now gotten a job as an on-air role with Ben and Liam, who you may know from Triple J. They then did Nova Adelaide Breakfast, which is I think is when Belle joined their team as a producer. Now they're doing a show Melbourne Nova Breakfast, amazing show, really relatable, particularly to our age demographic because they're they're about they're all my age, um, and yeah, they 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 uh, spoke to me as well, um, and this was really cool because like I've followed Ben and Liam since they started at Triple J, and I found I've always been huge fans of what they do, their work ethic, the style of content that they make. And then, of course, Belle has always been a really good friend and a really good colleague of mine. So it was awesome to um to join that show. So uh, I'll play that as well. Tiesto, Tate McRae, 10.35 at 8.20 on your Wednesday morning. You are here with Ben, Liam and Belle. 13.24.10, have you had to make a citizen's arrest? Nick Kyrgios didn't, but someone stole his car. He tracked him with his app and, you know, the police sorted it out within half half an hour and we're saying you'd think he'd be the kind of guy who'd take the law into his own hands but what are the rules and regulations around that and i don't think it happens as often as people think uh mike in richmond joins us now you did one tell us about your citizen's arrest i made a citizen's arrest on monday (laughs) you've still got the adrenaline (laughs) pumping through your veins i am i'm I'm literally still on a high that's why i called in so tell us mike what happened I saw a shop shoplifter and a security guard in a in a brawl, and I thought the shoplifter was going to get get uh, the power in the situation. I was really worried about mm. the the security guard, mm. so I just sort of ran up behind the thief and just sort of tackled her to the ground. <laughs> like admittedly, it, it was a female security guard and a female thief, so I thought I could I could control it. Yeah. Um, and I just held her for about half an hour till the police Hang came. on. Whoa. About half an hour. That's pretty... <laughs> I don't think I've ever held anyone was for half like, an hour. Was it like the barber? Were you making small talk to them? No, she was just, like, scratching at me and, like, biting me. <laughs> did you, I was like, like, I'm not trying to hurt you. I just think we should wait for the police. Mike, did you um, say, like, this is an arrest? Like, did you say anything or you just... I, I actually... I don't know what came over me in the moment, but as soon as I grabbed her on the ground, I was just like, this is a citizen's arrest. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, and I didn't even know if citizen's arrests were a real thing, but I just did it. Mike, are you, like, a bodybuilder in your spare time, or do you do MMA on the weekends? Or is this normally not your bag, like tackling is, people? I am the least courageous person in the world. I am a wimp. I don't know what came over. <laughs> That's great. Well, you know what, Mike? You said you don't know if they're a thing. You don't know what you're supposed to do, what you can and can't do, what you're supposed to say. Well, the good news is, after Morgan Wallen, you can find out from a former police officer what you are legally allowed to do in a citizen's arrest on Nova. Last night we led the- and I guess a few thoughts uh, more generally about it. Like, um, well, first of all, yeah, I, I did mention this briefly, but like all of the support from you guys um, and the comments, like, and, and, and what I found, like so many funny comments, like you guys are just such a funny bunch of people. Um, like, and, and they were all over the place and I kind of just got a bit obsessed with it, admittedly. Like, I noticed one on the Facebook thread, someone just had commented, Radio Mike saved the day. Because, like, people, I guess, had seen the news. A lot of my friends and family 
that you know aren't podcasters of mine, like family members, friends of my parents, and and friends, you know, they they just all started like texting me, being like, "Hey, I think I just saw you on the news, like talking about how you like had to save a security guard," and all my parents' friends who. Why do parents, like, not to do a mic rant here, but why do parents always text in the weirdest ways? Like, my, one of my best friend's dads, who I've known since I was very young, um, sent me this message. Was dat you, Mike, dat rescued dat security guard? Proud of you if you did. TV showed no one helping her. Love your work. (laughs) Um, yeah, Radio Mike saved the day, um... Then someone tweeted, uh, like, as if, as if this is their, what they were react, how they were reacting when they were watching it on the news. Like, they linked it and they're like, wow, this is wild. Wait, is that Radio Mike? <laughs> so people were, like, recognising me from it. Um, one guy, uh, Phil, said, biting and scratching. Sounds like you were in another Pokemon battle, Mike. <laughs> um, of course, this year is my big year of footy. And uh, someone on Twitter, Fiona, said... It's your big year of footy. Your big year of footy is teaching you how to lay an effective tackle, Mike. And uh, Heath said, shout out to Radio Mike, bravest citizen arrester of all. Bella said, kind of wild to see one of my favourite podcasters, Radio Mike, involved in this story. Tom Slade, Radio Mike's playing Super Smash Bros in real life. And then someone replied, and he did 1v1 no items mode, which is um, for fans of Smash Bros is the way I prefer to play. For non-fans, please ignore. Um, Alex from um, Sick Visor and Columbus, who has been on an episode of Mike Talk, said, Radio Mike saves the day. Um, and then one of my colleagues from work said, bit rude they didn't credit you as, as Radio Mike. And I was like, yeah, they should have put... Um, well-known and highly successful podcaster Radio Mike, but then just generally, you know, comments from people saying, hey, well done. And and and, and actually one person did comment on my Instagram, um, Matt. Matt commented, the security guard is my girlfriend's auntie. Thank you for getting involved, which, um, which meant a lot um, because, yeah, I mean, like I was really worried for her. I, I genuinely was really worried about what was going to happen. And I, I mean, I just, I just couldn't not do anything watching it. And it was also weird because as a man, like every fiber in my body tells me not to ever do that to a woman. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like to actually grab a woman like that and pull her down. And, and, and like that would felt really weird and opposed to, what I do at what I believe in, but like, obviously it was an extraneous circumstance. And anyway, I'm ranting a bit here, but yeah, it was. Um, and then, but, but all these comments that sort of, I don't know, like one, a few people actually messaged me in a joking way being like, so, uh, did she win the podcast? Because as you know, if you're a long-term listener of this show, if you see me in public while listening to the podcast, you win the podcast. So people have been making that joke. Um, and even one person in reference to Hamish and Andy was like, wow, some people's special skills are getting really bizarre. Um, but all of those things like to do with Pokemon, Smash Bros, um, my big year of footy, I guess that's really cool to see because it's like people just picking up on the footprints and the footsteps I leave kind of in um, in the in the 
in the media world and in the podcasting and radio broadcasting world that I'm carving, um, that you guys like that there are things that people are like, yeah, that's, that's a Mike thing. And this is an in joke between me and Mike. And I love that. And I really love like, I don't know that really. Yeah. It, it, I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of rambling a bit, so I, I might not talk too much longer guys. And again, I, I, I'm very much still processing what happened. Um, and I do want to reach out and probably speak to a psych or, or a therapist to just, just to kind of clear the air about it. Cause even talking about it now is, is getting me a bit emotional because it was like, it was a, like just, it was a big day. And like, it, it's kind of weird because, and I get this, like, I, the police didn't speak to me, didn't speak to us or anything, but I understand that, like, for them, the priority is sort of just making sure everyone is safe and the best way for them to do that is to kind of just detain the the, the perpetrator and focus on them. They don't really have time to be like, thanks for doing that. But, yeah, it just, just doesn't feel like the, the there's, like, this closure of what should and should – what should happen and stuff like that. Um, so – the staff at the Rebel Sport were really kind. They um they gave us water, let us sit down for a bit, asked if we were okay. So that was good. Um, Claire was great. The those two women that helped me helped me restrain her because I could only really get her torso and she was really struggling. So then Meg and Rachel, these two complete strangers to me, um, were holding her legs just to make sure we could rest, uh, restrain her. And again, I want to say to those two, um, and, and, and I want to be like sincere here because these were two, two strangers had nothing to do with me or the situation. And one of them, uh, told me after that she has a terminal illness and is really unwell, but she just had to do something. Um, and one of them was, was like, and was older. She wasn't, she was not my age. She was, she was an older woman. Um, so just the respect I had for those two women to come and help me and to actually try and, you know, to actually assist. And, 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 and they were both sort of speaking to me during this half hour of holding her, waiting for the police saying, you're doing a really good job. Please keep going. You're doing great. Please keep going. Um, and I really needed that. So those, it's just amazing that two complete strangers um, helped me. They both gave me their numbers after, and um, we've we've exchanged messages with um, with I've exchanged messages with them that have been, you know, basically just saying this like, "Wow, I can't believe we did that." Um, strangers now linked to that moment forever and. It's just so random, but, you know, we worked really well together and I really appreciate that. So this is a shout out to those two women, Meg and Rachel, who who helped me. And, uh, yeah, and to all of you, thank you. I'm doing okay. Um, I'm probably going to have a, a bit of a lighter end to this week and work a little bit less. We're still doing a Pat, Pat and Mike show on the Patreon, patreon.com slash radio Mike. jump on board, get the Pat and Mike show. I'll probably just talk a little bit more about that, but me and producer Pat, the fantastic Pat DiGiulio, um, we just do another show on Patreon. That's a lot of fun. So we're still doing that, but yeah, might just be a little bit less kind of clips and, and videos going up 
it's a little bit it's a little bit of a weird week. The routine is a little bit off at the moment just because of this, and uh, and I hope you can understand that. And uh, I hope you just give me a little bit of time to process this. I'll be back next week. I I think I'll be fine to do a pod. And there's a lot of stuff. Um, Pat's actually prepared a really fun thing for this podcast um, for next week. And then I've got a bunch of stuff I want to talk about as well. So um, yeah, thanks for, thanks for checking this one out. Sorry. It's been a bit different to normal and apologies if you come to this podcast, just expecting a chill discussion, but yeah, this is um, this podcast is the inside of my mind. That is one of the, one of the tags of this show that that's what I, I have said that at the start of every single show, every single episode of this show, I've started with, my name is Radio Mike, and this is the inside of my mind. And um, this is the inside of my mind for this week. So I can't not talk about it. So thank you all. Um, thank you a million times over, everybody. And uh, yeah, let's um, let's just be thankful everyone's okay. Thanks, guys. Uh, I won't do an outro music either. It might just be a cold episode. But uh, yeah, thank you so much. See you later. Uh, see you next week. This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch, radiomikepod at gmail.com.